0: Good morning, everybody. And what do you do when you are happy? You smile. You you laugh, and you do all that crazy things just as well. But what do you do when you really, really happy? You shout. Well, namely, when you're happy, we all go and sing, we make some kind of music, you know, whether it's laughing, smiling, shouting. We can make some kind of music as God commanded us to do. But when you, when are you really, really happy? Well, just like anybody else, we are really, really happy when we make some money. I noticed that even the godly man, people who just love God, you know, say God loves you. God has. Pouring grace on you, and they go, nice smile there, and they're going to they give me some, make some profit, give me some money. Like wow, and like they give me real music. Remember the mu- uh, movie uh, Jerry uh, Maguire? You know that one of this movie. This the football player is trying to decide whether that Jerry Maguire is his agent or not, And he calls the guy and trying to give him a little hard time, you know, whether to renew this guy or not. And remember the scene where he was uh, was, like half naked on the top and he was dancing with moving his butts back and forth. And say this, Jerry, can you say, show me the money? And he says that and just do it again and show me the money and do it again. He just shouts and shouts and finally he says, you're my agent now. You know, and that makes Jerry, McGuire really happy. You know, he's, now he's ready to make some more music for his life. So when we make some profit, when we make money, everybody's happy. We make music. And God says the same kind of thing. He says when you go out there and sing to God and make some noise, make some, make some music. That's what God says to, for us to do. And we make music when we win, right? When we win, uh, none of our teams really won this time, but uh, you experienced experience what happened to the Cubs, you know? The, the crazy people got together. They made a lot of noise and a lot of music when they won the World Series. Uh, in my office, like when we win a, a new project, and the mood is different. Wow, awesome. We got this big job. Most recent one was Under Armour, huge, big design, everybody was so excited, you know, and there was, like, lots of music going on, and thanks, guys, you did a great job. No, you did a great job. Well, you know, you know, boy kind of thing, just, just make all kinds of music, and in a church, when we have somebody transform and commit and dedicate to the Lord, that makes lots of music in the, in the eyes of the believers. And when we get accepted to new schools or new job, we get all excited, we make a lot of music. I had a lot of rejects growing up, even when I was in school. When I applied for the college, and remember, I graduated, I tried to graduate college, not college, high school, in two years. And that's partially because, uh, you know, my, my mother, uh, who was uh, a pastor's, a wife, and you know, got some something respect. the back when she was in Korea, when she came here, she was just you know doing this dishwashing, door to door, and and uh, just I was just just hurt my heart, you know. And so, you know, they came here just like so and provide for us, and she's doing dishwashing. And my father was, uh, uh, you know, as he was studying, and it was his second or third job was driving taxi, and my heart just ached. And I said, you know, I'm just gonna get this thing, the school, as soon as possible, get out and make some money so that I can uh, help my mother to, uh, to uh, lessen her burden. So, and I applied after trying to graduate from two years from high school and, and applied for Penn, applied for Villanova, I fall off of University of Virginia, I got all rejection letters. I'm saying, like, Tim, you're not good enough. I mean, it's not that I, my score was really good, you know, it was decent, but basically two years is not good enough for them. And even though I was legitimately uh, qualified to graduate in two years from the high school. And, uh, but there's one school, I loved the school. My Janice, my wife went to drugs, they accepted me. Wow, there's a lot of music there, you know? At least one school accepted me with a two year uh, uh, high school degree. But there was a little more excitement, there was more interest in how I was able to make some even more music for my life, my own uh, music. And that was my, I I had an older brother, he was, little odd, you know, he just, we just never saw things eye to eye, and we always get into these arguments, and, and I got to learn to not to argue with him anymore, so when he's cornered, like, something, he always says this nasty way, like, you are never good enough for me, because he went to Penn. So it's like always like bringing me down. It's like, you're not even good enough to get it. You've rejected all of the schools. And how dare you approach me and say things like that? It hurt me so much. So when I got to so I was determined. I was determined to be better than him. So uh, I went to school, and I got, no matter what it took, I make sure I get straight A so that I can go to his school. And I, I worked hard, and I got pretty much a straight A in the first year. And then I went, I tried, I tried to transfer to Japan. And they call me in. In those days, it was a lot more loose, you know. So they call me in, the dean of the engineering and architecture department. They call me in. Okay, uh, why do you want to transfer? He says, well, uh, do you want a real reason? Do you want a real reason? And he says, well, I want both. Okay, okay. Well, the uh, the, the reason that I want to transfer is first of all, it's a good school. I kind of you know respect the school. And the uh, uh, second thing is, uh, I think, it's because it's a good school, I think it would be good for me. And I just had to find how great the school was. And uh, my real, real uh, answer is this, and I was really honest with this guy. I said, I want to go to Japan because I need to show my older brother that I'm just as good as him. And he said, who's your older brother? I kind of knew, it was, well, it was Chris. He says, oh, the smart kid. My brother was pretty smart <laughs> there. Yeah, I'm his brother. So you need to help me to get in there. It's very important for my life so I can make more music. And uh, he just laughed and smiled, and the next thing I knew is I got a letter from him. You got to accept it. So that was like making music. I know it happens to a lot of people. I know we get a lot of rejection letters, but in time, when you get a good letters, you get lots of music that you make. Um, when you find a new friend, a new lover, yes, there's a lot of music that goes on. And yeah, when I first met Janice, like, we didn't have, like, a phone those days. Now, how long ago was this? Like 30-some years ago, right? And uh, we didn't have a cell phone. So how do we communicate? She was in Korea. I was in here. And uh, I, we would, I would write a letter and to her. And it goes, takes a, a week to get there. And then she writes. And, the? So i got to wait two weeks for, like, a simple question, how you doing? <laughs> you know, but what I learned from during that period of time is the letters that I read became very poetic. You know, just just you know, reflecting on the, how beautiful the autumn fall is, and reminds me of all the stains that it's that's touching or staining my my heart because of you, all that kind of stuff. Very very poetic stuff I was sending out, and it was we made a lot of music during that period of time. But there's one thing for sure is that. You know, when we make profit, everybody's happy when we make a lot of music. You know, For uh, and I was think you already know that I was about 27 years old uh, uh, when I was, uh, you know, kind of promoted for a decent position in my company. But I was working as kind of pricing manager. I was an engineer and architect, is one thing, but I was making pricing manager for the first time in life. You know. In those days in America, we didn't really give out that much bonuses because we were in those society times, which was like you, was time clock. You come in at 8 o'clock, you have punch out, you get paid for whatever you do. The bonus was really not a really big part of our, most people's paychecks. But I got my first paycheck... And it was my, my in my first paycheck, like, there was bonus, like, at 27 years work. I was like, so excited. It wasn't like two, three hundred bucks. It was like several zeros, three zeros, you know. I don't know, my first one was whether $3,000 or $5,000. I was, like, shocked, like, what am I going to do with this money, you know, and uh, I, I show how happy I was through my gestures, through my uh, smiles, and, and um, the fact of it is that, that Making money, making profit, really helped me to make music. And that's reality. That's why I present this to you. Because all of us, one way or the other, our lives were so focused in the money. But before we really study the scripture today, let's look at, kind of review a little bit, a little bit. We're on the, uh, this series called uh, Making uh, the Music. Uh, music of the Heart series. And two weeks ago, uh, we said that we can make music when we receive vision from God, especially when after having shed tears, the struggles that we go through. And like sometimes we just don't know what's going to happen with our lives. You know, we hit the walls, we hit the barriers, and uh, we just don't know what's going to happen with our lives. And you shed you know, tears and just appealing to God, what do I do and in times like this? just as Abraham did. And amazing that the Bible shows is that Abraham, after having shed his tears because of all this uh, 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 the people whose kingdom of different kingdoms been really bothering him, taking his possessions, taking his, his relatives away, and, and, and he was so much in pain and tears, having, having described all that. And it says, after this, after that he has shed tears, not knowing what to do, and God gave him vision. And that was his vision, but really it was God's vision. And God promises him that this vision that is of yours now, I will make it happen. And then last week we said that how we can really it to, to others and to yourself as well, when we are able to say, I can do this, I can do this, everything. I can do this, everything. I don't care what it is. I can do everything in Christ who gives me the strength. Remember, I, was, I mentioned this, and then somebody mentioned, like, I love the quote. The quote was, Michael Tyson said, we all have a plan until we get punched in the mouth. You know, we all have a plan. We all have a, a vision until we get punched in the mouth. We get that quite a bit in our lives. But what the, 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 the true music is made when you can still say, I can do this. I can do everything in Christ who gives me the strength. And that's really when you're really, really making amazing music. Today we want to unfold how we can make music as we profit from the grace our Savior has given us so generously how we can profit from the grace our Savior has given us so generously. So let's look at as to what is profit. And I'm just kind of piggyback on this message, this series that Dan Kim gave about a month or so ago. He talked about profitable Christians. What is a profitable Christian? And I love his message and love the word Profit because the word prophet is all over the Bible. The reason, I remember when he was giving his message, you know, it's kind of strange for us to mention profitable Christian. It's like, what, is that kind of monetary kind of thing? You see, that's why, because we got it all wrong. People think whenever we hear the word prophet, we think about, instantly think about money. That is not so true in the Bible. It's not so true. The Bible says to be profitable, and that the Word of God is profitable. Dan reminded us that the that, that Bible says that goodness is profitable, and also reminded us that godliness is profitable, and ultimately being holy, holiness is profitable, That which is all summed up to one word, which is the grace. But most of us think whenever we hear the word profit it's something that I personally will gain. It's a profit, it's the money, it's the leftover from the revenue minus expense whatever that is it's now mine. I can put it in my pocket and buy the things that I want. That's what people think it is. But if you study the Bible you'll find out that is not the case. Even the uh, the Webster dictionary says otherwise. The general definition of a profit is simply work that is part of a job. That's what Webster Dictionary says. It also says, it also, uh, well, before you talk about kind of a profit, we need to understand like, business first, okay, the business. Because whenever we talk about business, a profit, we talk about business. The business is about all making money, you know. Is that what you think the business is? Well, church, this is a business too, Right? Is, are we in to make money? Yes, yeah, some, some, some strange place might be. Okay? To find a way to draw more people so we can have more so-called profit, the leftovers, to do God's kingdom. Sure, I get that, all right? But most of people also think the business is about profit. It's about money. This is not true. You've been taught by somebody else or some other things that the unwanted spirit to tell, that's what it is. It really isn't. You need to understand truly what business is. As I said, the general definition of business in the Webster Dictionary is simply work that is part of a job and it's the activities of profession or trade. Simply, that's the Business but our normal understanding of business is that it's all about money and we focus on the money. Perhaps that may be the financial definition of business, but the general definition of business is work and its related activities. So when we say like, hey, that's none of your business, that's talking about that's none of your work, none of your activities. It doesn't talk about the profit. It doesn't talk about money in that case. Merck Pharmaceutical Company, that's located in West Point. The headquarters is in Rahway, New Jersey. They have work and activities. Their business, their work, their activities, their mission is to improve the lives of human beings. And recently, they created a new tagline to read. Helping the world be well. Where is money in this? There is no money in this. They're describing the work and the activities of their business, that which is to improve the lives of human beings. Helping the world to be well. That's their business. That's their mission. That's their activities. And when you can improve the lives and when they can help the world to be well, they see that as being profitable. Do you understand? Even our respective business, they don't think of business as money, but it's really improving lives of the human. How often we as individuals think of a profit simply as money and how our lives are impacted lots of times negatively because of that misunderstanding. Our uh, design firm mission statement is to help those who are in need. Yesterday, our firm walked, uh, uh, well, how many miles was that? Three, some four miles uh, for American Horror Association. When we help those who are in need, to us, that's profitable. That's rewarding. It's more fulfilling than simply making money. Our church mission statement is transforming our lives in Christ to serve others. When we help someone to be transformed, that's being profitable. When we serve others, That's being profitable. Business is not supposed to be about money, not at all. It is to be profitable for the sake of commerce, for the sake of a country, for the sake of a community, and ultimately helping and improving lives of people. If you think that business is simply about money, Think different. Think different, just like Apple would say. Think different. If you want to come to our company, you better think different. That's why some people have trouble understanding. How can a pastor do both, be in a business, a businessman, and become a pastor? Because to them, business is about money and the profit that is associated with money. But the Bible says that the business needs to be useful, helpful, and also prosperous for the sake of commerce, sake of the people. No one can serve two masters. Now that's why lots of people who does not understand what I do, it's like, you can't serve to master. Tim, you as businessmen, you're serving money. And you as pastor, you're serving God. God, Bible says not to do that. So I cannot approve of you. This is a common, common response. A few years ago, I was on my way to Korea. And I got to the China Kennedy Airport. And uh, I met a, a someone, a pastor that I know very well. He's probably like 15 years younger than me. Uh, at that time, so we happily greeted one another, and uh, as we were just walking towards that counter to ticket and counter, so I was walking towards the economy line, and this pastor was walking towards like business class line. So I was like, "Hmm, that's interesting." The last time I checked, he was a pastor. And he's going to business class, and I, a businessman, now I can't afford business class, but I'm standing in the economy light, economy line. So I was telling myself, something is just not right with this picture. <laughs> so anyway, we did our thing, and uh, because I'm a frequent flyer uh, mileage guy, so uh, at least that I had a privilege to use the business class lounge, which we often do. So when I got there, he was there. Well, because he went through the business class, he got there much faster than me. So when he saw me, he, uh, he knew what I was going on. I, felt, I'm sure he, I can see in his face that he felt awkward. Okay. And, uh, but he asked me first. He says, you are a business person. I know that you're doing pretty well with business. How come you're not writing business class? Then I asked him, how come you're on business class? (laughs) He said that their church policy is to have all the pastors, the lead pastors, to travel on business class on a long distance travel. I'm not saying what the church is. So I explained my situation. I explained about our company work and activity. Our company's mission statement. We exist to help those that are in need. You know the difference between the the, the economy class and business class? It's like $4,000. I would rather use that difference, that money, and give to those who are in need, which we often do. I can't bear that little, you know, economy seat for about a few more hours. It's not a problem for me. And he looked at me and he nodded. And said, that should be the way. And he continued. I actually had trouble accepting you as a pastor who is also a businessman. That's because I always thought of business money, 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 money. But you don't practice like that. You are definitely, I understand, you show me by this simple example that you do not have two masters that you serve. You truly serve one master. I know what I did that day. And I know that I made him to know that goodness is being profitable. He now know that godliness is being profitable. And I know that I made music for him. Matthew 6, 24 says, No one can serve two masters. Either he will will hate the one and love the other, and he will devote it to the one who despises the other. You cannot serve both God and money. That's exactly right. But what have we done? Instead of trying to understand what the business and what true profit is, we just assume the business and the profit is all about money and we make judgment accordingly. But it all has to do with the perspective in life. There are like many different uh, attributes in life there's a, uh, a church, there is a family, there is career. Can I have the next slide? There is leisure, <laughs> there's friend. Just look at the top. These are the attributes. Maybe you cannot read this so church, family, uh, uh, career, and friends, and, and God, and leisure. leisure. These are the things that we care about as people living in developed countries. What was my life like before I really accepted Christ? It was one to your left. I was a career center. It was all career it was all about money. So to me church existed for my career. I went to church I would rather go to church where my career can be enhanced. I will have a friends who can help me in my career. I don't want to hang out with these losers. I don't want to hang out with the high school dropouts. They're not going to be any help to me. And that was my attitude. God was there to simply to serve me, my career, because I believe in God. God, you need to do this for me. God, you need to open this door for me. That's the way I, that was my faith. I had a different perspective. And I was confident that was the right way to serve God. But when I had a new perspective in life through that, that having shed the tears in the hospital over that heart transplant surgery issue, and when God gave a vision, it was simply that vision was a new perspective. New perspective is like, just him, it's, it was simple, it's really simple. There is was God down there, just put the God in the middle, and the courier put it in one of those pies. So all of a sudden, everything changed. Business was there to serve God. Family was there to serve God. Church was to serve God. Friends were served to God. What else is there? Leisure to serve God. Do you know, like, this time, Janice and I, we went to, uh, to, to Korea. We, went, we took leisure. We had some vacation. But we had uh, so much fun just hanging out with, uh, you know, there's, uh, two couples. And all of a sudden, it must be Holy Spirit thing. And when the pastor from the big church that we attended, he calls up and says, "What are you going to be in next two days? Uh, we're going to be this in Gyeongju, which is a little city that I was born. Can we join you? So he takes KTX and comes down there, and three couples were off wonderful time two days, just 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 enjoying each other's company. That's we made music out there. We made lots of music, and when people saw that we were traveling together and doing that kind of thing, they say what they saw was good. In the past, I had a lots of masters. Leisure was my master. My career was my master. You know, a lot of masters. But when you place God in the center of lives, you only have one master, one master to serve together in unison. The biblical meaning of profitable, profitable are not about money. The biblical meaning of profitable are to confer, to anoint, to profit, to have profit, to benefit, to useful, to be useful, set forth, can, can do good and able. That's the true meaning of a prof, being profitable, profitable. In the biblical terms. So let's look at some of the examples in the Bible. Becoming like Christ is profitable. That's the real profit if you become like Christ. 1 Timothy 4a says, For bodily discipline is only of little profit, but godliness is profitable for all things since it holds promise for the present life and also for life to come. Here, the word profitable means helpful, serviceable, advantageous, and being able. That's what it means. Knowing right from wrong is also being profitable. Obtaining knowledge is profitable. 2 Timothy 3, 16. All scripture is inspired by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and training in righteousness. Here, the meaning of a profitable simply means communicating the idea of being beneficial, useful. For what? For teaching. For sharing. Loving others is being profitable. Titus three eight. This is a truth worthy statement. And concerning these things, I want you to speak confidently so that those who have believed God will be careful to engage in good deeds. These things are good and profitable for man. Being good is being profitable. Prosperity is being profitable. Proverbs 31 Verse 17, she sees that her trading, her business, trading is business, her work, her activity is profitable. It means good in the sense of being beautiful, best, and bountiful, cheerful, and ease, graceful, joyful, kind, loving, prosperous, and well. So if you substitute any of these words for profitable, she sees that her trading, her business is beautiful. She says to her trading, her business is the best. Her, she says that her trading is cheerful, graceful, Amen. joyful, Amen. kind, loving, pleasant, and prosperous. Yes, of course, prosperous. And also sweet. That's what it means biblically to be profitable. It's never even close to being money. It's just bonus. Proverbs 1423 says, Working hard is being profitable. Or hard work brings a profit. But mere talk leads only to poverty. Here, the meaning of word profit literally here means to gain and figuratively means spirituality. Working hard brings that spirituality as to who you are. When we live a profitable life, that's when we make music. Because there's something inside in us that help us to make that kind of music. When we become useful, when we set forth to do something, and we do good, and when we work hard when we are able and when we benefit when we make our life profitable we make music it is difficult to make music for others when your focus is on profit that which is money it's only good for you no one's going to really cheer you God says to sing a new song and make some music of the heart. Here's the real point. Our Savior, our Savior, Jesus, is profitable. His ways are profitable. His love is profitable. His grace is sufficient and profitable to us all aren't they enough for us to make beautiful, wonderful, amazing music with our hearts? Let's pray. Father God, we thank you so much. Thank you so much. Because you want to give us all the goods for us. You desire us to be joyful. You desire us to receive and to gain that all that which you have to provide. Father, we confess, we acknowledge that we came short of receiving all that which is freely available. Father, may we think different today, Father, that Knowing you, your grace is sufficient to fulfill our lives, that which is so profitable for us to be able to live out the way you desire us to live. Thank you for Jesus, your son, who came to show us that. Yes, your son, knowing your son, acknowledging who your son is, profitable, that which is, grace, the amazing grace. So thank you for that. And pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.